Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo, and today I am so happy, honored, thrilled to share a recent Firebird Book Award winning author with you. She is a second time Firebird Book Award winner, Meg Nasrone, and her winning book is titled Sparkle and Shine 108 Mantras to Brighten Your Day and Lighten Your Way. Meg is a magical manifester, is also a former federal prosecutor, a TEDx inspirational speaker, a transformational coach, and the award-winning author of the books titled The Magical Guide to Bliss, Daily Keys to Unlock Your Dreams, Spirit and Inner Bliss, and this one, Sparkle and Shine. After she was brought on stage in Miami with Oprah Winfrey in 2014, she was inspired to manifest the life of her dreams and she founded Butterflies and Bliss LLC and Shine Networking Incorporated, a nonprofit that provides educational scholarships to young, innovative leaders in her community. She holds a BA in Spanish from Boston College, an MA in International Affairs from the University of Miami, a JD from St. Thomas University School of Law, and a Happiness Certificate with the Happiness Studies Academy. There's just so much more to know, but I can't wait to talk to her. So let's get going. Want to talk with this sparkly and shiny woman? Welcome back, Meg. Thank you so much, Pat. This is great. I, you know, I, I, I listen to that and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like so cool that you just build, you build your, you build your life, right? Everything is built upon one thing on the other. And then here we are talking today. It's exciting. Isn't that so true? I mean, most people, when they listen back, they're like, oh, wow, was that me? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny because it depends on where you're standing at the time. Sometimes like if you ask me, about certain things, I go, oh yeah, that was me. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was a lot. That was a hard one, or that was really, oh, I love that one. So you know, I I sit back and you know, I and I and I enjoy hearing it. At the same time, I always get curious as to where do I get to go next. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, we'll just have to stay tuned. How's that? Yeah, <laughs> that <sounds> good. <laughs> well, listen, congratulations once again on the book win. Thank you so much. You know, I I'm so excited that Sparkle and Shine. Um, is is getting such beautiful accolades. Um, it was really uh, a labor of love during the pandemic. It came out in October 2020. So you know, it's really exciting to see that um, it got recognized for, for for the categories that it got because one of them was um, for the book cover, which I got to uh, collaborate with Kim Anderson, who's an amazing artist of all things butterflies. So that was very exciting. Thank you so much, Pat, for this whole experience. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. It's just been a joy to get to know you. And that book cover makes me happy. It's glittery, it's butterflies. It's just, I don't know, you probably think I'm crazy, but I love the cover. No, I'm a big butterfly girl anyway. So, you know, I I was like, it had to, and I had, you know, it's really great. If you don't mind, it's a great story behind it. Um, Kim Anderson and I connected after I was in a magazine by Amy Butler called Blossom back in, back, wow, in 2000, I think it was 2015. And we started following each other and she's so incredibly talented. My God, she does a lot of the metallic butterflies on, on like the macrame paper and everything. And I was just like, oh my God, I would be so honored if you could be a part of this. And then, you know, over the years, obviously that we, we've gotten to know each other and she was, and I was just so excited that it got recognition in your contest. So thank you so much for me being able to give her that recognition as well. For sure. That metallic feeling comes through, doesn't it? Yeah, no, and, it, and, and that adds to the mm-hmm. sparkliness, the magicalness, and like you were saying. So yeah, she's, you know, she's so, for, she's so talented. It's so amazing. But what she can do with the paint to make it look like that and feel like that, you're saying, right? Yes. It's like, wow, it, it's incredible how much 
talent there is in this world. I, I, I'm always, you know, kind of stand back with my mouth open, you know, like, wow, there's a lot of wows. It's so, so true. And let's get into the book now. Tell us a little bit about the book. Maybe just give our listeners a peek. So it is a part two of my trilogy called Butterflies and Bliss Trilogy. Um, it is the whole uh, tools behind the affirmation practice. And, you know, it's interesting. One of my, one of my uh, tools and that I used when I was in law school, I imagine, were the acronyms, using acronyms to remember all of those, you know, bountiful laws and all that stuff. So I actually took the word mantra and made it into an acronym and followed through with with the different magical mantras, magical affirmations. And, you know, it's really, it's really kind of cool because, you know, it, it kind of is a reminder to me how to focus, like focus on those things in life that will bring me or elevate me to another place and bring me down. So if in fact, you know, especially in light of what we've all gone through these last wonderful two years, you know, it's, you know, we could all use an added kick in the, you know what, to help us, you know, boost our own internal compass. So, you know, I, I, I've created these 108 because, you know, the 108 is um, in the mala beads and the, you know, and also the same thing goes with like a, a rosary. You repeat them over and over again. It kind of, it's a fixated into your mind, all these positive tomes that will elevate you in your day. So you said you wrote this during the pandemic. Was that a plan? Were you planning on writing it and then everything just unfolded right then? Or was this the outcome of that time period? So, you know, I wrote a book called The Magical Guide to Bliss. It was a 366 insight to the day. And that book was supposed to, you know, basically guide me out of a career that I was no longer loving and also the grieving process when I lost my mom um, to to something that I really, really loved. And, you know, one of the tools that I use, and I, I was, you know, a kind of a conversation with a lot of my audience or my group or my friends on Facebook, I used to do a Meg's mantra every morning. And, you know, kind of to get myself centered, and it started unfolding into this whole, you know, organize, you know how things go, you, you, you being in the book world, you know, you start with an idea, then it starts to, you know, get the momentum, momentum, and you don't really know where it's going to go, but where you follow it. You know, it's kind of exciting to see where it leads. And so what happened was over, well, a long time, it was more than, I think I started this in 2015, 16. Um, so it lasted throughout the pandemic. And I just, you know, used the time that we had, you know, in lockdown to finish, finish and put together the book. And it was kind of like all these wonderful puzzle pieces that came together to compile into, a, you know, three sections, ask, believe, and receive, which is really kind of important for me when it comes to manifesting. And then the different, you know, sections within those three sections as the different mantras, you know, be astonished, pay attention, be astonished, and um, get excited, give you, you know, tell all about it. So it, it was kind of a, a mystery unfolding. There was really an initial intention to provide a mantra practice, and then the unfolding was the writing, which I really love. Mm -hmm. There's so many of them that I that really speak to me, if you don't mind, I'd like to just to help our listeners get an idea, a little more of an in-depth idea of what each one might look like. Let's just pick a couple. I liked mantra 37. I let my heart speak louder than my head. Yes, 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 yes. Let's talk about yeah, sometimes, that. Sometimes the monkey mind can get in the way, you know, and, and we can kind of uh, bring ourselves to a place where, you know, we can, we can basically 
uh, think our way out of good things, right? So, so yes, I love that one. I love that. And let me ask you something, Pat. Why did you, uh, why did you align with that? Probably because I have worked through that in my life. I think I'm to the point now where I speak from my heart, but there was a time when I spoke from my head and, and kind of muffled maybe what my heart was really saying or wanted to say. Um, and I let, I let that headspace take over. So when I saw that one, I kind of had to chuckle because I thought, huh, that was me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you know, it's really amazing. Um, you know, we all, we all, you know, have a center, our heart, right? And the heart is what keeps, you know, in collaboration with everybody else, all the other organs in your body keeps it going. But if you look at, if you, you know, really kind of internally go within to that, you know, it, the, the mantra is basically visualize this, your heart's the center of love and the blood is the joy that gets you going. Then if you come at everything, and I love that it's on the heels of Valentine's Day, if you come at everything, at least from a place of love, then you see it differently, right? So it impacts your, your, your vision and then the feelings emanate from there. And that's the mantra. That was the whole point of the mantra. You know, it is that you start from love, not fear. And, uh, you know, and I love the end. It's a beautiful song for all to hear. And it's so funny because, you know, for a long time, I love Dr. Seuss and I even, I even give him some accolades at the, at the back of the book is because, you know, because when you, you rhyme, your mind is able to hold the information much more readily than if it's just, you know, there's no kind of, you know, a beat to the, to the rhythm of the words. And, and I'm a very, I, I'm in love with music. I love, you know, music keeps me going. So if there's somehow some kind of melody to what I write, it, I, I get happier so mm -hmm. so it becomes you know my heart through the music of the word speaks louder than my mind sometimes and that's definitely or louder than my head definitely a good thing sometimes more than others no that's true and as you were speaking i was thinking also just from my own personal experience that maybe you said that you need to come from a, a space of love, not fear. Maybe as we're younger, we do have a little bit more fear than we do love for ourselves because we're so uncertain, we're so young, and maybe we don't have that, as you say, love for ourselves. So then how can you emanate that to others? There's a lot going on with that. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And and you also you're learning to navigate the world, you know, in a certain way and trying and I don't know how much, you know, young people nowadays feel, you know, that the need to be authentically themselves because of, you know, how social media dictates a certain vision of what they should be. And and the reality is is that we all know I'm not I'm not in my teenage years anymore. Clearly, I've I've walked the globe a little bit more than uh, five decades at this point. And, and the reality is, is that when I finally deciphered or discovered that I got to march to the beat of my own drum and live my life through which, you know, with the gifts and talents that I've come here, you know, then I can speak from a place of love because I'm not really competing with anyone else. I'm collaborating, which, you know, is the beauty of you because many of the people get to have an audience or have a stage through 
your beautiful endeavor, and, and at the same time, you're in service to others with your, your, your nonprofit. So, you know, it's this beautiful, you know, karmic, you know, round uh, the circle. We all go and we all offer something through generosity of spirit to others. And that really is what you're saying. It's coming from a place of love. You'll get there. Right. Otherwise, fear will keep you locked into this, you know, unnecessary box, which, you know, of course, you know, we, we always find a way out, but you might feel like you're only there and there's nothing else going to come from it. So Ugh. that's exciting. I, I like that you use that one. That's a great one for me today. <laughs> I needed to hear that, I think. Thank you. Thank you. We could do a whole class on each one of these, actually. <laughs> um, number 42 hit me. I remember I am a teacher and others are watching. I like that one. Oh, I do. You know, let me ask you, how do you see yourself as a, a teacher in this world, especially in light of your brand and your platform. Yeah, I, I think I've always felt that I was a teacher or a leader or some somebody who kind of led the way and people paid attention. So maybe through my radio shows and yeah, just helping guide authors through the process of author interviews or their media kits or, or through the just having the um, confidence to enter their books into the Firebird Book Awards and knowing that somebody yeah. is going to be there to hold them up and to kind of yeah. lead the way for them. Yeah, I, I, I love that one because there are times when you can become irritated or upset and just you're not somebody who would be considered a teacher. So I think it's something we need to remember that somebody's always watching, whether it's your children, your husband, your cat, your dog. I mean, somebody's always <laughs> somebody's always watching you. you know? Well, and, and, and I and, and to that point, you know, at the same time, you know, when you're crossing someone's path, what are you what lessons are you leaving in yes. your wake? Right. It's, yep. it's like, well, did they have a good experience with me where I lifted them up or did they did I tear them down? You know, because of what? Who knows? But that, you become very focused on how you you are present in the world. Right. And then especially in light of the fact that, you know, even like we're back to the, the notion of the young people who are watching you, you know, how are we going to tell them to do better when we ourselves aren't? So. You know, if, if we want to see change, we need to be the change. And in this, like you just used, like what you said, you use your strengths, you know, with what you know and the wisdom you have from all this experience, all these years, what you've done and what you've, un have, you've seen unfold. And it's your gift back to show others, let me help you. Let me show you. So then they might turn around and help someone else, which is the ultimate in legacy, right? You leave a legacy. Let's go back to it. Love of love. Leave a legacy of love when we offer, you know, a space to others to shine, which I, I mean, with, from the beginning when I was speaking to you, you can tell that you come from that heart space and you can tell that that offering is to teach others to shine their gifts, their books, their words, and in such a way that you elevate the person and anyone who contacts or even comes into contact with you can feel that coming off of them. That's the energy of, of you, Pat. So yeah, so that's a beautiful. I love that because honestly, some days we forget that others are watching us. <laughs> You're just like, oh. And nowadays, you got to be careful because there's always a video somewhere. <laughs> so it always will come back to haunt you. And nobody's perfect, right? We're not perfect. It's it's pretty, it's, it's progress, not perfection. But at the same time, you know, we try to do our best. We always try to show up as our best with whatever we have that moment in that time. So I love that you picked this one too. It's great. Oh, thank you, thank you. I just want everyone to know that. Everyone listening is a teacher. We're all teachers. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Now I turn the tables. What are some of your favorite ones? 
You know, I I have to tell you, um, one of my so since I'm a very curious person, and and I you know it's funny because I because I am a lawyer and you know I was trained as an attorney. You know, one of the one of the the gifts of that is I know how to question people. But at the same time, one of the burdens is that I'm always looking for someone to lie to me because I was a prosecutor for 20 years. So I'm always looking for the lie, right? I always <laughs> looking for the body language, everything. So one of my favorites is 104. It's instead of going negative, I get curious. And, you know, that's really an empowering statement. And I'll tell you why. If you live life, the Rumi quote, if you live life that everything is rigged in your favor, and if something happens that you're not necessarily happy about, you know, instead of going negative and just spiraling out of control into this whole, you know, mess, start thinking about, well, get curious. What what could be the the positive thing that could come from that, right? And it and the actual, you know, the actual um, the actual insight of the mantra here speaks to the metamorphosis of the butterfly. And it, you know, when you're going through the whole transformation process, you're in the dark. It's dark in there, and and the caterpillar is in the dark moment where they don't really know what's going to happen. And like we said before, we're like, you know, it could be scary and, and, or it could be exciting. And, and, you know, even those, those growing pains, you know, pain is temporary, suffering is optional, you know, but the bottom line is you have to move through it anyway. And that gets like what we were saying at the beginning of the interview. I don't know what's next. I get excited about that, but I also have to sit in a moment and really revel in that present experience of this, you know, speaking to you today and, you know, and not that this is anywhere, way, shape, or form negative. It's, it's, it's always getting curious as to, you know, what the moment offers, mm-hmm. which I think is really, really shifts your energy to inquisitive rather than judgmental, which I think is a beautiful thing when we want to have a conversation with others and they might not be on the same page <laughs> as we are, you know, that might be perceived as differing. So that one really makes me happy because I think it really leads to further conversations where understanding is really, really key. And we can find out those points of, you know, where we all come together rather divide apart. So Mm -hmm. I do love that one. And, you know, I'm a, like I said before, I, I am a magical person. I, and, and it's not even just for the manifesting. I like to see the world through magical eyes. It's like that beautiful quote from Roald Dahl, you know, with glittering eyes, see the world about around you. Those who don't believe in the magic will never see it. So I choose to believe in the magic because I, and, and, you know, that means just the beauty or the, the amazement of the wondrous parts of the world. And my, so, so I believe with that, you know, the whole idea of belief. And my other one I would say today is 83. I believed I could, so I did. And I think when you start with a true belief in yourself, you know, then you are certainly giving yourself the gas or the steam or the, you know, beauty or the whatever magic you might call it, right? To to go after your intentions and the desires you have, you know, with a belief that, you know, whatever, whatever you do, um, you put the goodness towards that and <clears throat> you'll move forward marching into your own beautiful song, which is what I do say in the, in the, in the inside as well. You know, I do believe that, you know, with perseverance, a lot of wonderful things unfold, but you definitely need um, a belief in yourself, a confidence. And, you know, someone told me the other day, confidence is really what's sexy. It's really beautiful. You know, when someone comes into a room and they offer 
themselves in, to engage with others from a place of, of true belief, not cocky or egoistic or even narcissism, but just, I know who I am. I can't wait to meet who you are. You know, meet me there. Yep. That is so true. So true. And you could feel that. It's like certain people walk into the room and it's like mm. the lights went on. It's like, wow. I, Isn't I, that awesome? It's so awesome <laughs> when you awesome? see that. I love. My dad was like that. He he would walk into a room and, and the whole dynamic would change. He wouldn't even say anything. He would just walk in and you could just feel no. that. Yeah, that's well, I, I, special. They do say the apple doesn't fall very far from the tree. So, Pat, I would, uh, I would infer that you are that as well. You know, you you definitely are the continuation of what your father was oh. in a world that needs it. So we need more of that. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. We, we need more of that. You're so kind. I, I love th this conversation and I love this book of yours because it's not something you have to sit and read from the beginning to the end. You could pick it up, put it on your nightstand, have it in your desk, keep it in your car, whatever, and just flip it. And it's like whatever page you flip to might just be the page you need to be on right at that moment. That, and you know, I even, I'm, so I created mantras, the cards match the book. So I do have um, a set of 108, you know, cards where you can pick the card and you'll say, okay, world or God yes. or universe, what do I need to hear today? Pick the card and then go back and see what the, the, the affirmation says as well. So I like, I, I like to play with that. It's very creative and I, these beautiful cards that I, that I have too that match the book. So that was one other step. I just like stepped, you know, into that as well. So that's exciting. And I agree. I love synchronistic moments mm -hmm. where, you know, we, we, we ask, believe and receive, just like we said here. And then you say, well, what do I need to hear today? What, what's going to engage me in a way that I can be open to what, you know, that's something wonderful that's about to happen, which is one of my mantras as well. And you open the book and you see what it is. And right now I pick 63, remember who you are. And it's a beautiful thing to, to show up in the world knowing that you are, you know, special and filled with light and have so much to offer. And if you stay in that place, then any darkness can't really overcome that, you know, no darkness can overcome the light. And I love the Christophers. They say if, you know, instead of cursing the darkness, light a candle and you can be that candle like your dad and like you and like me and like whoever comes into that space, oh, those teachers. Yep. You're so fabulous. I was so excited to have this conversation and now I know why. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I felt the same way. I'm like, oh my God, I get it. Right after Valentine's, I felt like you were my, my Valentine treat the day after. <laughs> it's like, this is so great. This is so great. I love people like you because honestly, we all can't do it alone. We can't be in this world making a difference alone. We have to be with each other, collaborating with each other through books, through their stories, through the way we treat each other. And, and it's necessary. It's, it's necessary, especially at this time when so many people may feel lost yes. and desperate for some love and teaching and an example and from that place of giving and heart centered. And it's really wonderful. You know, people like you, you know, we, we need to be that kind of contagious enthusiasm in the world for sure. And you too, this book is perfect for this time in the world. It, it really is. People really, really need something to cling to and hold on to and reach out to and, and just your excitement, enthusiasm and what you put forth in this book, I think would be a gift for anybody. It's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. You know, I'm thinking as we're speaking, you should do a podcast because each one of these could be a little 15 minute <laughs> podcast and you'd have 108 of them already done. 
All you, you know, I think that might be a great idea. I have a podcast called Manifesting with Meg. It's conversations with extraordinary people, and I definitely need to get you on it as well. So that'll be a date for sure. But I think that would be a great idea just to have a little podcast, you know, going through these just to remind people yes. in the morning that, you know, you start your day this way and, and who knows what could happen, right? Absolutely. I mean, I always imagine that, you know, what side of the bed do you want to walk? You want to, and they say, if you get on the, you get off on the wrong side of the bed, go back to bed. <laughs> Come back and try again, right? Start over. Try it again. <laughs> yeah, start over. Start over. Oh, my God. No, I, I do. I hear a lot of inspirational speakers. They do say, if it gets that bad, go take a nap. <laughs> Just close your door. Close your eyes. Just for five minutes. You know, take a nap and then you get your own do-over. Okay, let's start this over again. Exactly. Let's, let's do a redo, okay? <laughs> Nobody said, or, you know, I mean, my, it's so funny because there's a, a beautiful um, social media meme. It, it says, when things are not going right, scream plot twist and then do the start all over <laughs> again, you know? It's funny because, you know, laughter is the best medicine, too. You'd be having a really hard time with anything. You're just like you know, throw in a joke or you maybe joke it, laugh at yourself, you know, don't take yourself so seriously and, and, you know, shift yourself to, you know, the possibility that exists rather than, you know, mire yourself into like, or some days mire yourself, just go in your closet and just close your door. <laughs> you know, maybe that's what you need, you know, just like, or just, just be you, however that shows up. And, you yeah. know, that, you know, they, they say do no harm, right? <laughs> do yes. no harm. First do no harm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sure. Would you ever consider writing a novel where you put all of this into your characters and display it through a story? So my third book is a memoir. It's called Butterfly Awakens. I had submitted that also and, I, and, and it won an award for you guys as well, which was really wonderful with the memoir transformation through grief. And it was really how I used the magical guide and the mantras to pull myself out. And, and like I said, I followed my books to change careers to what I'm doing now. I am. So I am, a, I just love all things Italian. And right now I'm writing a fiction. Let's see how that goes. I'm, I'm in the first, I'm in the beginning moments of it, but um, I am perusing. I love that idea. You know, the different mantras that, that would kind of guide the character. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Thank you. Pat. <laughs> Thank You're you. welcome. I hadn't thought of that. That's a great idea. All right. Well, then we've got something else to look forward to. See, when we started, you didn't know what the next uh, the next step was going right. to be. We've got it. We've got one on your uh, on your yeah. ladder and here. Sure look, <laughs> and be sure to look for the. I'll definitely give you a kudos and acknowledgement. And thanks to Pat Rulo for her wonderful guidance back in the time when I was first starting out this whole process <laughs> of the next novel. So absolutely, I love it. I love. It. I actually. The title that I'm working on right now, the working title is The Sunrise of My Soul Bliss. So it stays within the bliss yes, category. So, yeah, so it's all, you know, all plays on it, you know. And the, and the bottom line is that we do things to, you know, kick up the creativity in our lives. And these kind of conversations do that. So I appreciate that. I got curious, and now I have a, a, another bit to use in my, in my, my future work. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> The teacher. The teacher speaks, my friend. There, there you, you go. go. The teacher speaks. <laughs> and it's all coming back full circle here. There you go. Uh, always so does. Always does. <laughs> well, my friend, as we begin to wrap up, anything we missed that you wanted to highlight? No, this has been great. You know, just if you, they are interested in getting Sparkle and Shine, they can go to my webpage. Um, it's www.megnostro.com. Um, and then the cards, if they want cards to go with the book, they can contact me on my webpage 
or my email is megnosro at mac.com. And it's a great, it's a great gift for any, any, any occasion where you want to, you know, sparkle and shine someone <laughs> up. And um, no, this has been a great interview. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed talking about, about my little affirmation book. It's, it's been delightful. Thank you. Oh my gosh. You're so welcome. Meg Nosro, and the website is megnosro.com. The book is titled Sparkle and Shine. 108 mantras to brighten your day and lighten your way. You are, as I said in the intro, you're you're sparkly and shiny, and I just love you. I just love having this conversation with you. Let's keep doing more work together. Sounds good, Pat. Thank you so much, and, and everyone have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Wishing you all bliss, for sure, and love.